Sleep Stalker, The Sandman's Last Rites Thanks to some quick thinking by the local police, a young boy named Griffin becomes the sole survivor of a crazed serial killer known only as the Sandman. Seventeen years later, Griffin is a grown man whose nightmare is about to come to an end. The Sandman is set to be executed, but that dream gets shot to hell thanks to the interference of a voodoo priest who brings the Sandman back to life as an immortal being made of actual sand. The only hitch in his new transformation is that in order to keep his new body, he has only three days to kill his one remaining link to the mortal realm. Turns out that that happens to be Griffin. Good luck, Griffin. Sleepstalker feels like a low-budget ripoff of Elm Street, but without the actual dream-stalking angle. The Sandman, he's never given a name, is thusly named because after he kills his victims, he sings a lullaby and puts sand in their eyes because, you know, Sandman myth and all. After he's turned into a literal being of sand, I wouldn't have chosen that to be my element of choice, but okay, he gains the great supernatural power of, wait for it, sand. Yeah, having lame sand powers is bad enough, but what's worse is that the movie doesn't even let him utilize it like he could. I mean, their budget was so low that they had to kill the first guy off by throwing him off a roof. How sad is that? Plus, we don't even get to see him even throw the guy off. It happens off camera. Double lame. Thankful he does get a couple more inventive sand kills later on, but that still doesn't change the fact that his element is sand, and sand has its drawbacks. Namely, extreme heat and water. Well, mostly water. Oh, and sunlight, for some inexplicable reason. Dude's got a lot of crap to deal with that really limits his murdering. Although that water weakness means that, for once in a horror movie, the safest place for a woman to be is actually in the shower. Who would have thunk it? This being a low-budget 90s horror movie involving a monster made of sand made me very wary of how the effects would be handled. I was expecting a cringeworthy assortment of crappy CGI sand effects, but thankfully this film seems to have saved most of its money on practical effects, reversed film footage, and clever camera angles to get its point across. Please note that I said most of their money, because of course this is the 90s, so they had to throw at least one cringy special effect and a bad green screen in there about halfway through just to tick me off. But thankfully those moments were the exception and not the norm, so I'll try not to judge them too harshly. Not that that means that the other effects were super awesome or anything, but at least they weren't crappy CGI that made the sand look like rubber awful. As for the actors, they're all perfectly serviceable. There's no one here that particularly stands out in any way, good or bad. Most of the characters are pretty bland and boring, actually, so they didn't really have to try too hard. The worst offenders are probably the roommate and the friend of the love interest, but they have very little screen time and are just there to be sand fodder anyway. I was honestly more entertained by the side characters. For some reason, the movie saw fit to give them the best one-liners. Maybe if they'd saved some for the main characters, they would have been more interesting. In the end, I really don't have too much to say about Sleepstalker. It winds up being a perfectly fine, run-of-the-mill supernatural slasher that has just enough interesting bits to keep it from being totally bland. The acting is fine, characters are fine, the dialogue is fine, the sets are fine, the effects are mostly fine. The whole thing is just fine. And while it's not at all scary, it does include a very disturbing backstory for the antagonist. Its greatest crime is that there are just too many subplots and that the villain tends to be a little too talky and maybe not menacing enough. The one thing it may really have going for it is its music, which includes a lullaby track that is freakishly haunting and frequently played throughout the film. It may be the creepiest thing in the movie. And no, I don't suggest playing it for your kids before bedtime. 
So if you're looking for a supernatural slasher to fill the void that Freddy left, I guess Sleepstalker wouldn't be too bad of a choice. Sleepstalker is currently available on a variety of streaming services. It is also available on DVD.